So in the Kuzari, we've now finished the discussion uh, of the disagreements, of explaining the disagreements with the philosophers, which like we saw was a very big topic, especially for the king. And now we get to the last, really, section, I should say, of the Sefer. And that is now the Kuzari focuses his interests on explaining to me the principles of Imana. Again, the principles, the basic hashkafas of Ta Yisrael, the Chachem Zeri told him that was the basis on which he converted. Like we saw at the end of the Shara Harishon. But now he wants to go back and understand in a deeper way um, the concepts of Imana. And because of that, we find a very interesting uh, starting point for the argument. It's page Lamed Zayin on the base. We find a very interesting starting point for the discussion. Again, it's Shamar Hamishi Ois Tesvav. And it begins like this Amar Kazari. So the king tells the Chacham Hashmi Eni Bechasnacha. If you'd be kind enough to explain to me, Klalim Mukutsari Menadeus, short, like abbreviated points, which are principles, Ashanisbaro et Lachachme. Which have been clarified by the Chachomim about the Sharashim, about the, the principles of the Emunah. And that's called the Chachmas Advarim, which means the Chachma in explaining things. So I use the Chachomim where I had the principles of Emunah. So explain to me the, basically the main points of Emunah. Now again, the, most of this has already been spoken about before. This was the way that the Chacham originally convinced the king of the Muna of Klai Yisrael, whether it's the Muna Matan or the Muna of reward and punishment, the Muna in the existence of Hashem. But rather than being part of a dialogue, now he asks for a, like a brief summary of all the things which are parts of Ayamuna. And even though we would imagine that that would be something the Chacham would be very willing to share with him, and rather than debating foreign philosophies, this is already an opportunity to lay out the principles of the Emuna. What we see is that the Chacham isn't so quick to to share that with the king. And uh, let's look what the Chacham says in Oyster Zayn. He says, Amir So the Chacham says back to him, There's no real point in explaining to you, uh, you know, the way to give over the principles of Emuna. That's all, all it's going to do is make the topics more clear. In other words, use language which will be more precise or more concise. But that's not really the Ta'elis. That's not the, the big uh, benefit that one's going to get for the principles of Imana, which is going to come from repeating the way to transmit these rules. You should know what to answer in Apikaris. And that's the, the learning in order to know basically what's the right way to answer somebody who's going to question Ariamana. Why? If a person is a Chacham, who's Tom, who's complete with Zimana, so it's not because of the answers that he can give to explain it, or because of the clarity uh, that he can explain to somebody else. It's the level he's living on. Kamaya had a vimaladim, he gives marshal to the Nivim. It's very little that a, a Nabi can help a person understand the Buddha by just trying to explain to him 
through teaching him what the verse meant to be. Because that's not going to make a person into a novel. And the marshal is really the Kuzari's way of, of sharing with us a new dimension. And this is very important for Rabbi Levi, the author, to mention this before he goes back into, so to speak, repeating and, so to speak, in a concise way, the principles of the Imana. And that is, just like if we would ask a novel to explain to us what Nava is, as best as he's going to be able to describe it, we won't experience Nava. We might be able to understand what Nava is meant to be, but it's not the same thing as experiencing it, because the best of the Navi can do is try and, and use his, the way his, his vocabulary to describe an experience which we're only going to understand via his interpretation, not because we're going to experience it ourselves. Is that unique to Nabua? Isn't that true of the eating a steak or going on a amusement park ride? It's, it doesn't have the exact same problem? Right, he's talking about something spiritual. Of course, the things apply to physical things too. But he wasn't trying to say what's unique about Nabua. Uh-huh. He's using it as the marshal to say, so therefore, to, to explain to you the logic of Imuna isn't the same thing as making a person a Maimin. A Maimin is also experiential, and therefore the point of being a Maimin is that a person experiences Nava. He lives with Nava, and something he connects to. Rather than explain to somebody why it's logical that this is the result, it's not the same thing. And it's important for anybody who's trying to teach Imuna to remember this. Imuna isn't just because there's some proofs that we can give to various things. It's not that Hashem exists because we can prove that there's an alternative and because you pr- can prove that there's logical sequence in the world and because you can prove that things didn't create themselves. That doesn't create our Imuna. That's a way if we need to defend our Imuna or explain our Imuna, the route we're going to go. But Imuna is the experience. And if a person is used to the experience of living with Hashem and he knows that when he dies, Hashem listens to him and he knows that he can connect Hashem and Hashem is there with him. So that's a completely different concept to saying, I'm a mammon because... Logically, it makes sense to me that there has to be a creator. And that's what the Khazari is saying to the king. And just to tell you the rules of Imunah, in whatever way I'm going to convey that, is not much to Eris, unless you're just trying to prove it. The real, the real level of Imunah, which he calls the Chacham HaTavim has, is experiential. And that's a much more real form of Imunah than, than uh, the fact that I've given you convincing proofs to explain that there must be an Imunah, that there must be a Bayer. And just like a Navi, as much as a Navi can explain to you that there is Nevoah, you want to experience Nevoah by then hearing that. The same thing over here, the Emunah isn't just the proofs or the explanations, it's the experience that the person comes to. I still remember, my first years in Yeshiva, maybe right, Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh and always something which, like, showed me that there was a level that he was talking about, which I didn't understand what he was talking about. But he's the same. People ask, like, to, people ask that to prove that there's Hashem. That they, how do they know that there's Hashem in the world? So he always used to say, it's a question only for a person who's never damaged from an Esra. If a person's not damaged from an Esra, he knows that there's Hashem. There's no question. And it always woke me up to the fact that Tfil is an experience I hadn't yet experienced. If a person comes out from Esri with the Vados, I don't listen to me. So I have no questions anymore. I just spoke to him. So then at a certain experiential level that a person can come to of Tfilah, that I don't need proofs. And I don't need to try and rationalize and explain to you why it has to be like that. There's no sake of a person is damaged from Esri. But doesn't that come after the Amunah? He's saying that that comes before Amunah? You don't need to prove Amunah. The person who's experienced Amunah, he doesn't need to find rational reasons to prove it to you. I've experienced it. I know it's there. 
Because he saw that his tefillahs were answered. Because he could feel it when he's davening. Or the etzim davening. No, the etzim davening. I feel I'm speaking to him when he's listening to me. And it's a person that feel that without 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 having without learning him. Not without having him. That is him. That's a much higher level of him. That's him which I've experienced. And that's really what the pasuk says. That's uh, any very new. And the Raman the Raman tells us that we know that that Ramana Kimi Goy God Lashadai Kim Kravi made up. Hashem Lakim Machol Kravi made up. Hashem is close to us when we daven to him. And therefore, a person feels I'm daven to Hashem, you can feel Hashem is close to him. Doesn't that clarity come after his tefillahs get answered? At least, if he sees the Yad Hashem? How does a person get to that? The, of course, no. Of course, there's an avoider on Ramana. But what I'm trying to say is the avoider is to create the experience, not just to find the proofs or the way to convince somebody. And it's the same thing that Kazari is saying over here. That the Kazari, king, to try and convince you of. Uh, principles of Imana, I can give you the explanation, but you should know that's very little compared to the experience which a Maimon is meant to have. And then he says, It's very little to help a person as something as a topic to learn. And that no one can argue with him in a dispute, in a, in a debate. In other words, the fact that I can give you ways to convince somebody else or to prove what you're saying. It gives you something, but it's very little compared to what Imuna can be for a person's experiences. The a person knows how to explain things well. So he thinks that he has a mile of the Chachma that he can use to resolve Chachma more than the Tamim, the person who's the Chassid who his connection is to his connection to Imana and can't answer necessarily, debate the point, argue the point. But it's not the same thing. Because the 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 best that the person who's who's been trained to teach Imana or to argue Imana, the person who speaks Imana can do is anything what he's been taught, in other words, these are the ways to explain it, and we can teach it to other people. And it's not the same thing as the person who is on the level that it's, he's, he experiences it. And then she's benefshah. He has the will have the same imuna as the person who's a Tomim, who's who's a, a connection to Hashem, but it's like part of him. And therefore he's saying it's true. You can convince somebody logically of Imuna, but it doesn't it doesn't replace and it doesn't equal the level of Imuna that a person can experience. Except one needs both. One needs both because uh, without the ability to explain it so then of course, then there's no way to convince other people. There's no way to bring other people to 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 to, to understand or to taste or to connect to him. Right? But I shouldn't stop just with the external of how I convince somebody of. It's the experience which makes them want something which is much deeper. Does Hashem make it easy for a person to experience Imana? For a person who tries. And is what's the concept of, of Hester Panam Rashem? So to speak, is is is, is hiding is not uh, um, is not right. The person, what's Hester upon him? The person calls out to Hashem, and Hashem, for whatever reason, is not answering him. Is not answering him positively. Um, there's Hester upon him is not Einish. The question is well, what the Einish is for, and when a person deserves that Einish, that Gil Hashem so to speak turns away from him. So a person I don't know who was born in the Holocaust, he was five years old. Yeah. Experiencing Imana. So this like Dezerat in Kochvar that the reason why it's not something which is automatically experienced by people. 
is because we have to take away the option of being convinced by any wrong hashkaf or wrong worldview, and therefore that needs a certain amount of effort on the person's behalf to connect to emuna, to experience emuna, in order for Kodesh to respond, and then he's going to feel that he's going to he's going to experience the, what connection to Hashem means, which means that it doesn't come to a person naturally, even though the connection is there naturally, because a person, especially a Jew, has a neshama, and that means he has a connection to Hashem. But a person doesn't naturally feel the neshama. We've said this lots of times. A person doesn't naturally feel the neshama. It means it's there, but it's dormant. And it needs a certain amount of effort from the person's point of view to connect or to be able to experience the connection that his neshama has to Hashem. When a person experiences it, then it's something which will never lose, because it's something they'll never forget. Because it's something which is powerful enough that, that it has an impact on the person forever. But, uh, obviously, that would be there from the beginning. There would be no challenge of any false imana, of any false faith or belief system. And that's why it needs a certain level of the person to arrive at, to be able to connect to and be able to experience imana. What's the way to get there? So the way to get there is normally to, not necessarily by convincing myself of the principles of imana, even though that's the first step. We would say the rule, the, the, the limut, the pasuk, from which we learn there's a mitzvah to... Not just to be a maimon, but to learn imana, to learn the principles of imana. The pasuk we learn from is v'yadata yom, v'shavatzalavavechakeshemuelakim. So the first step is v'yadata yom, and to know something means I have to understand it, and it has to be explained to me, and it has to be clear to me, and maybe even proved. So I'm convinced of it. And if we're talking about the first step to imana, it has to be the clarity. You know what clarity means can depend, can change one verse into the next. In other words. So, age, stage, and in what background the person is talking about. So, for example, for a child, if you explain to him what emuna means, and what it means to Shabbat what it means Olam what it means Ganeidin, what it means Menyos Mashiach, so he has a background. So now, now that he's been taught the principles, the Adat Ayam, now he can connect, develop that emuna. For somebody else, it's not enough just to explain to them the topics. The Adat has to mean you prove them from the Torah. Where does it say that? How do I know that? For somebody else, who has been influenced by any other value system or religion, so then Vedanta is going to be that I prove to you why Islam is wrong, Buddhism is wrong, Christianity is wrong, or any other system the person was thinking of. And not everyone has to go that route, because for them that might not be the step that they need to do, go through to come to the idea. That's the first step. After the idea, which means that the, the idea that's clear to a person what their money is, then another person can explain and understand and rationalize and prove whatever it's going to be. Then starts the second point, and this is the experiential part. There has to be something you feel. And it's part of the mitzvah. Uh, Emunna isn't just understanding. It's the Vyadatsa and the Vashivasa. And the next part of Emunna is working on experiencing the Emunna. Now that I know that it's there, now that I know what the principles are, now I want to make it a part of me. And that's the, that's the, the work, the journey towards making it an experience, making it something I can connect to and I feel, and much more than that. It's something which becomes the primary force in my life. The Maimon is somebody that that's the, that's the Aleph of their life. Like Chatzik uh, Levenstein always used to say, the Muna is Aleph and the Muna is tough. That, that becomes a force which, run, which everything else for, works around. And that, that's the experiential part of the Muna. 
Now, a person is going to just stop by saying, well, I can prove everything. Maybe they've done a good job of the Adata, yeah, that they know the principles and they can prove that they're true. But they aren't living the level of a mammon. The mammon is a person who, their life runs around the moon, which means when they make a decision, it's with the background of what does the Kodesh Baruch want? And what is, and is this something which I should be deciding? Is this something which I should, which, which, that's a mushroom, step back in the Kodesh Baruch they care of, because it's not for me to do. Whatever the situation is going to be, a moon becomes the primary factor which a person lives with the whole time. And that's what I've been saying for Manasa Yichya. Not that he knows it, or accepts it, but he lives with it. It's something which a person has to make a part of his life. It's the guidebook to his life. It's the guidebook to his life. And now a person, when he gets to that stage, so then they experience him on it. Because when a person lives with that principle, so then he, then he finds Hashem. And then everything he happens, he sees how Kodesh Baruch is acting. And everything is and everything is tailored, and everything is done for a reason. And when something goes wrong, and he thinks about why did Hashem do this to me, then he works out why Hashem was trying to show him. And when something goes right, and he thinks, what was the why am I meant to use this for, what am I meant to gain from it, and he stands out as well. And then the, the person's living the life of Ibn, which means that they, he, he's experiencing that connection. Now, Yavob Zechariah said before, he used to say, every Shmuel Esra is a feeling of Ibn. But a person that that's the, the connect when they talk to Hashem and they feel I'm asking, he's listening to me. So of course that just is Mahazak a person's Ibn. And I don't have to quote Ravel but the Mahaz is the same thing. Hashem and Sharavi, he says the reason why we need to dive in three times every day is because otherwise we tend to get involved in things we're doing in this world. We tend to lose sight of the Ibn. And now we're busy doing work, we're busy making money, we're busy involved in negotiations and business, whatever it's going to be, and we forget, one second, it's Hashem. We're doing things on our own. And that's why three times a day we pulled back to the reality. No, it's a Kodesh Baruch in charge, and he has to be doing things. And so that's living in Munna. Now, the question is, how does Hestaponim work? So, again, Hestaponim is a punishment. And Hestaponim is that a person is going to daven for something, and they're not going to necessarily feel that a Kodesh Baruch is accepting the Tvela. But it depends on the individual, because the person is living that level of Munna, so then there's Yikra'ayin Yivayaneyu. Yimayaneyu Yibutsara. And yes, even people who went through tragedies like the Holocaust, they said uh, that they felt a, a special closeness, even in the Gam Ge'elich B'Gad Salmavis. They felt that, they, that there was a certain ability that they could daven Hashem. In whatever the circumstances were, yes, there was, they could see how Hashem helped them there. In the, in the death camps also. That they weren't the ones picked out to die. That they weren't the ones who were, who were sentenced to the left or the right, whichever direction it was. Yeah, there was a certain Hashem there also against the backdrop of punishment and against the backdrop of a communal or national estoponim. But there, there were people who, who came out of came out of the Gehim Bukhuzak that they had felt Yad Hashem. Were there people who went to death with their own death? Yeah, definitely people went millions of them. They went to their Lakadish Hashem being my minute. And that's not a stir. They didn't lose their connection even if they were being killed. It's vital to have that's the problem. Like, so that a person doesn't have that's the problem. It's not a power applying That's why that's, it's a vital part of Jewish person's growth. No. Yes. Doesn't have to be. That's the punishment. Everybody has to have a We don't find that means when there's a time the Kaishal is being punished, so then anyone who's by Kaishal in some ways affected by the punishment of the sin. 
But uh, when times of Gleshel wasn't being punished, there was no reason why a person had to fast the phone. Depends when in the goddess. Yeah. To an extent. So yes, so then that, that has the problem uh, that we don't have the clear we had in time of Islamic that we all experience. But uh, the times of more Islam, well, this is the problem. Like the Prophet says, Vanaychi has to ask the problem by Yaymahu. There's a certain time of Islam, called the Holocaust if you want. Then it's a much higher level. Okay. That's a little bit of topic. What we wanted to talk about is that there's not, that there's a, important to understand. There's two parts. And that's what the Qazari is saying, is just to talk about the explanations and prove them on a and get a background to it, isn't doing the full job. There's the experience of Imona too, and the experience of Imona is something which a person has to work on. Of course, it's an avoidance in the person to, to develop Imona, to live with Imona, and then, then it makes the experience something which is, because of Tzadik Atomim, the person who's Tam, who's complete with Hashem, has a, a certain dimension of awareness of Imona that just explaining Imona or understanding Imona doesn't do. And that's what he says, and therefore it's possible even that the Chachm of the Dvarim, of explaining Imana, you might cause a person to lose a lot of the the feeling of Imana, of the Imana Sa'amis. In other words, if Imana is just going to be trying to disprove other options and, and, and prove logically why this is more correct, then that can do, and to a certain extent, interfere with the person's emunah, which comes from experience. It's necessary. It's necessary for a person who is influenced by other ideas to be to be uh, shown why they're wrong. But it's not necessary for everywhere to go to go that route. On the contrary, sometimes it's just unnecessary, an, 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 an unnecessary point, which is why, as much as the Rambam wrote in Marina Vukim to save a door, there are a lot of achrayim, such as the Vilnagon, that people should learn Marina Vukim. There's no point in it. Why? Because for a person who was taken in by philosophy and those things were interfering with their ability to accept the Yiddish guide, then it's important to get them out of it. But for a person that that's not the challenge, that it doesn't interest them, it's not what they're fighting against. So to, to go and try and, and, and examine why the philosopher's approach was wrong, is not adding to their money. It might even detract. And the same today, if, if let's say you find somebody who's been taken in by Hinduism, Babadism, whatever it's going to be. And now you have to try and convince him of why Hashem Kim is right and that's wrong. So now you're going to have to go with him into the into the depths of what he's involved in and try and prove him wrong and try and explain to him why he's making a mistake. For a regular Jewish kid, we have to try and explain to him why Hinduism isn't an option. Mahmoud is brain with it. On the contrary, it doesn't interest him. That's not what we need to do to get to Imana. And therefore he says, going into the proofs and explanations and the Damashatashi part of Imana isn't always a benefit. Depends who you're talking to. And sometimes it interferes with the person's ability to experience him without that. Kashaniri gives nice marshal. And the marshal is like this. A person who's learning how to write music. So you can tell him what he needs to do. Things have to rhyme, they have to be equal, equal lengths. But it's as much as he's trying to use the rules to, to make something, so to speak, to, to, to create uh, what he calls the cats of Hashir, to create the lyrics, to create uh, poetry, to create something which works with the rules of literature. But it's it, it, you can see it's a contrived effort to try and fit everything together rather than the person 
who's naturally expressing the koyach that they have in these things, and then it comes to much more naturally. Uh, which means it's not coming from a point of one second. How many syllables? And what's the end syllable? And how's it going to rhyme with the next line? And how am I going to fit it into uh, a rhyme scheme, whatever it's going to be? If a person is trying to build music or build poetry with rules, it's going to be much different to than the person who he says afterwards. The the person who has the time in Mishkal Hashir. The person has the chush, the feeling for for music, and then maybe naturally he knows how to uh, utilize so to speak, the, his talents to, to, make, to, to produce something which is much more seamless. And it's the same thing, to present Imunah, which is a, in a way which is just a dibur, an explanation, and is, is something which is, it doesn't have the same completion, the same seamless as the person actually feels it. It's a different level. And that's why his introduction to the Kozari is, you want me to, tell, to teach you the rules of Himuna and the logic, the logic of it, you should know first that that's not going to do the full job. It's not something that the, the art of poetry or the art of music isn't something you can teach. I can teach you rhyme schemes, I can teach you language, but the, the skill of putting together a song isn't something I can teach. It's a certain chush. And therefore, it says, for a person who doesn't have it, it looks Sochel, looks foolish, looks immature, unprofessional. And as much as you can teach them, they're missing that chush. And therefore, a person who has the talent, so I can teach somebody else who has that talent easily because they naturally have the skill for it. And then maybe they'll be, do a much better job than somebody who's following all my rules, but he just is missing the skill. It's the same thing as interpersonal skills. Some people naturally know how to deal with other people. You don't have to train them what to do. They naturally then understand the people. They can pick up other people's wavelength. They can ingrate, they can get in, get along well with them. It's it's a seamless activity. Some people you can do your best to train them. Put out your hand, smile, and maintain eye contact. Look straight at them in the face. And they're doing it like a robot. It doesn't work. You listen to everything he tells us to do. No, not not always following the rules has the same effect as the person has the koyach to do it. And it's the same thing over here. He says a man is a koyach. It has to be developed. And a person naturally gets that it's much more than just the person who follows the, so to speak, the guidebook. This is right because of this. I understand this has to be because of that. And you might have, if a person who works on the tzmimus of emunah, the feeling, the experience of emunah, comes at a different result. Now he comes to the last point. Therefore, Klai Yisrael, who naturally have the talent of emunah, they have a neshama. And they connect to the neshama, then automatically they'll connect to emunah. It's mutba. It's something which is planted in us as part of our nature. They can take sparks from what they hear from the, from the tzaddikim and will light up the fire in them. Without that natural kayach, so all we're left with is the chachmas advarim, which means the ability to explain him and improve it. That's all we have from him is just that we can rationally put forward a position which you can't argue with, that's not Imunah. It, it might even help him, and it might even harm him if that's what he's trying to work with. We don't keep mitzvahs because we have a winning argument that no one can explain to us how Matan Torah happens. That's a good thing to use as a first step. We keep mitzvahs because we're connecting to Hashem, and we feel that connection. And the same thing with everything else. And that's why it says that Klai shall naturally have the Chosh of Imunah. Klai shall naturally have a Neshama. It's just a matter of connecting to Atnashana, and then automatically we can connect to Imunah too. And we might need to go through the step first of understanding the Imunah and explaining it, 
but it has to bring to the second step, and the second step is the the, the connection to it, because that way then we have a completely different understanding or experience of what a money is than just being able to lay out the proofs or the logic, which is the which is the starting point of the money.